This is the Rider and Lisa podcast. Brought to you by Yegg Property Pros. Powered by Real Broker. Get a realtor who knows. Call the pros. It's awkward when you run into somebody and like you like them. You'd catch up with them, but you're just not sure like how busy they are if they too want to chat. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's fair. Like I guess I respect other people's time. Well, especially if you're in a grocery store, like you want to get in and you want to get out. But what if you ran into somebody like you genuinely hadn't seen in a while that you really like yeah. at the grocery store? I'd I'd love the opportunity to catch up for five minutes. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Two minutes. I've always realized that. Okay. Good. It's just I have a foolproof way to put it to the test. Okay, let's hear it. To see if the person that you're approaching actually wants to chat. If they haven't seen you yet, call them. If they ignore your call, if they grab their phone and just put it on silent, put it away, they're too busy for you. Or they don't like you. Or they don't like you. Yeah, watch their facial expression, too. Yeah, it might hurt. It might, it might sting hurt. a little bit. But if You need they, to know. You need to know. If they answer and they're like, hey. Oh, my gosh. How you up? been? I'll be like, oh, that was you. You're at the grocery store. I just wanted to come say hi. Yeah. Turn around. I'm standing behind you. Do acquaintances that you see at the grocery store want to catch up? And, like, for how long? I figured out a good way to go about finding out is to call them if they don't see you yet. Yeah, and see if they answer. If they ignore it, don't waste your time. They're not interested. TU wrote in saying, I'm a grocery store chit-chatter. My kids hate it. But I just want to make, like, an old person's day. Have a little chat at the grocery store. And that just unlocked a memory for me as a kid. Me too, actually, because hearing that text. Because when your mom would stop mm-hmm. and talk to her friends, you'd be like, Mom, let's go. You'd be like pulling on their jacket. Do you remember ever hearing, I don't know, this might just be because I grew up in a small town, but all the moms used to just leave the like baby carts, the strollers and stuff outside the grocery store. I told you that because my grandma confessed it. <laughs> okay, well, yeah, it she used did, to happen she, in my town all the time. Yeah, she said like... All the mothers would go to the grocery store and they would line up all of the strollers outside like they were bicycles, Mm -hmm. leave the kids in them Mm -hmm. and go into the grocery store. Like I much more peaceful shopping experience for everyone. Not peaceful, peaceful on the streets. Imagine all the kids crying. (laughs) Yeah, not at all. I bet there were some cases where someone took the wrong baby home. Oh, I don't know about that. Uh, You know how much strollers are? You check and see if you got the right stroller. (laughs) Maybe. Barry calling us from Texas. Texas. Uh, What is your plan? You put things that are thawing in your cart? (laughs) Even if you don't want frozen food, put an emergency thing of ice cream in your cart if you're not in the mood to talk to people. And then get a fresh one before you leave. (laughs) (laughs) Put the melted one back. The thaw thaw issue is more of an issue here than it is for you guys, I'm sure. Good point. That is a good point. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That is so funny. Yeah, thanks for the call, Barry. Appreciate it. It is true, though. If you live in Texas... You're in the grocery store. Things are melting fast. Nobody in Texas has time to chit-chat. <laughs> There's just no way. No, not with that frozen pizza. All right. I wanted to uh, touch on a story that is going viral, and I didn't realize you could actually sue somebody for this and make money, and now I'm wishing I would have made a different decision back in the day. Here's the news report okay. on the story. A Winter Haven man is suing Dunkin' Donuts for negligence. He says he was injured when a toilet exploded. 
Paul Kerouac is seeking more than $50,000 now. He says in January 2022, the toilet exploded, leaving him covered in filth. He claims employees knew that there was a problem and only told him after. Do you remember when you and I were going out to a golf tournament and they started at a pub? No. Okay, well, we were... We went and met at a pub, and then that's where the bus took us out to the golf tournament. Oh, my gosh. I don't think that was me. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. No, you weren't there. That's right. Um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> you, you, you weren't invited. Sorry. Apparently not. Anyway, I went with some work people. Okay. And I used the bathroom, and I stood up after, like in between the standing up and the flushing part, and the toilet just went... And then it sprayed it all over you. Went everywhere. You hadn't flushed yet. Ew! Did you go straight to the golf tournament? You would. You love golf. You're so gross. You could have let me finish the story, but <laughs> no, I actually heard it gurgling. Okay, so you flushed. You ran. So I flushed <gasps> because I didn't know what was about to happen, and then I stood up and turned around, and I just made it in time. Okay, but good. It exploded. Toilet water. Every and I would have been. Covered, covered in poop. If, my own poop if I wouldn't have got up and, and danced around that issue. But for $50,000, that's what this guy's suing for. You should have for. stayed in the stall. I would have taken the hit. Yeah, especially if it's your own brand. That's a lot of golf, 50000 bucks. I could have got a Membi and like any course I wanted in the mm -hmm. city with that kind of money. It would be so worth it. And what a story. What a story for the golf course. <laughs> <laughs> like I had to miss one round. But in exchange, I got a lot more. Uh, I was wearing white pants, too. White golf pants. Douchebag. Pardon? Nothing. It's Ryder and Lisa's Top 7 at 7. Hop on the magic school bus, because we're learning this morning. Today is National Bird Day, and I love bird facts. One time I went on a walk and listen to a two hour long podcast just about pigeons alone so you know your you know your stuff coming in at number seven for the top seven intelligent birds the clark's nutcracker sometimes known as the woodpecker crow they have exceptional memory skills and they can even remember the locations get this of thousands of hidden seeds which they rely on to survive during harsh winters thousands yeah i'm always blown away when my dog will bury a bone and then, like, six months later, he's just like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's strange. Coming in at number six, the Eurasian Jay. They have great memories, they plan things out, and they even have the ability to steal. They store and remember thousands of hiding spots for their food, often stealing and recaching food items, going unnoticed by other birds. Very sneaky. Coming in at number five, the Goffin's Cockatoo. They have problem-solving abilities. They can understand complex puzzles that humans put out. Get this. They even use tools like mini tool sets like humans do. If you were to put a mini tool set no, in their kit. Yep. I'm not joking. No, that means they'll use like a twig to no, knock won't. off a berry from they a tree. They can pick up a you, mini you hammer and they can hammer something in. You, I'm not joking. You think they're going and picking up the power drill that you left out? It's not a power drill. Or a screwdriver. I bet they could. They're also known for being very playful <laughs> and have a curious nature. Okay. That's the Goffin's Cockatoo. I will send you a YouTube link. 
Trust them me, using a toolbox. I have toolbox. scoured the internet. I have watched hours <laughs> of footage. Number four, counting down the top seven intelligent birds for National Bird Day. The Kia, more so known in New Zealand. Very intelligent, but mischievous. They're a green parrot. They can open your zippers. They can solve problems. But they're also known to be little brats. Like, they will purposely damage humans' items for fun. And unlike other birds that build their nests in trees, they build theirs on the ground, which does make them more of a target for predators. So that part, I was like, are mm, they smart? That reminds me of... Get in, uh, get in the tree, bro. It reminds me of some kids in my hometown that wanted to build a tree fort. Uh-huh. <clears throat> Excuse me. But they were afraid of heights. So they just built their fort on the ground, and I was like, this isn't a tree fort. Quit telling people it is, yeah. Coming in at number three, the crow. Specifically, the new Caledonian. I never know how to say that. Caledonian. There we go. It's new? Caledonian crows. Famous. Well, they're called new Caledonian crows. They're famous for (laughs) their tool-making skills. They can fashion tools from sticks and leaves, and they would... They would use them to extract insects from hidden locations. They have high-level problem-solving intelligence. Man, they must hate that other bird that's using the power drill. Ryder! They also have very impressive memory skills. They can remember complex roots and recognize individual faces. So if you piss off a crow, they'll never forget your face. They literally scan your entire being. Mm. And if they see you, even if it's 10 years later... They'll, they'll remember they'll you. They'll remember yeah. you and they will caw at you and they'll hate you. In fact, it's even been said that they will tell their offspring about you. So generations of the crow family hate you. Oh, I've got people like that in my hometown Don't too. Don't mess Just with crows. Their, their grandpa hated me. Their dad hated me. <laughs> um, coming in at number two for the top seven intelligent birds for National Bird Day, pigeons. Of course, this has to be on the list. They are so smart. Navigation skills, the ability to find their way home over vast distances. In fact, that's how they were trained back in the day. They would have their home, and then people would drop them off miles away, and they would always find their way back. So they can learn and recognize patterns. They were actually used in the military to deliver news, personal messages to people. Yeah, that's always wild to me, like message pigeons. Yes, so um, homing pigeons is what they're called. During times of war, they were used by armies to relay critical information. Fascinating. Yeah, that is pretty wild. And number one for the most intelligent birds for National Bird Day, the African gray parrot. So smart, they can mimic human speech. But they can also mimic other bird species and everyday noises like your phone ringing or your car alarm. But not only that, they're sweet souls. They have so much empathy, so they'll console other birds. Or if they live with a human and they know you're upset, they'll comfort you. There's one specifically that's gotten really popular on YouTube. Okay. Because the lady sets up a camera and the parrot will constantly just have conversations with Alexa. No. Yeah, I so, love that. Like, and they get pretty in depth. Uh, this is, isn't the Alexa chat. This is that same parrot, though, having a conversation with its owner. Check this out. That's the parrot no, saying, what you doing? Human. What you doing? What you doing? I'm talking to you. You're so cute. Thank you. And then it scratch, scratch, scratch. It wanted like a pet. That's what it says when it wants a pet. Okay, well, I'm getting an African gray parrot. That was the top seven intelligent birds for National Bird Day. Have you ever caught somebody trash talking you or 
saying something about you that they didn't intend for you to hear. Ooh, I don't know if that's ever happened to me. Like, I've definitely heard of what people have said about me. Okay. But I've never overheard it myself, which is probably for the best. There was one time here at work where a couple people were having, I think, a conversation about me. And I was outside working still. I was staying late for something. And I didn't hear them. Okay, but they're not used to you still being around, so they probably felt more comfortable talking about you at she, that time. The one yeah, woman came around the corner and saw that I was sitting right there. Yeah. And I just knew what had happened based on her facial expression. She right. just like was like, hey, you're still here? So you could... What do you? How then, did you know it was about you? Then you then could just no, tell. She, I, yeah, I thought I might have heard my name oh, at one point, but with then like she, an angry tone. She was so awkward after, like for a week. She thought I heard her trash talking. She was certain that I had heard, and I didn't. But I let her play in that arena of guilt because it was fun to watch. But at the end of the day, you're smart enough to know it was something to do with you. You heard your name. Yes. You heard the cadence of the voice. And just the reaction after was yeah. just a dead giveaway. Oof. I would have liked to know maybe. Maybe not. <laughs> Probably for the best I didn't hear. <laughs> uh, this story that is going viral right now about Christopher Nolan is wild. Mm -hmm. Well-known director. Yeah, he w just won the New York Film Critics Circle Award for uh, Oppenheimer. And... For, like for best director and during his acceptance speech he talked about how everyone's got critics you got to quit worrying about it the better you're doing the more critics you're gonna have okay the higher you go in the company because of how hard you've worked or whatever the more people are gonna be jealous and trash talk you so that was kind of his speech was just ignore the critics and he gave one specific example where he was working out on his peloton and uh, the instructor had this to say, who didn't know he was in the class. No, because it's all online. Yeah, she was just referencing a song that was being played because it was from a specific movie. But listen to this. This song is from the soundtrack of a movie called Tenet. Anybody see this? Did anybody see this besides me? Because I need a manual. Someone's got to explain this. Yeah, I'm not kidding. What was going on in that movie? Do you understand? Seriously, you need to be a neuroscientist to understand. And that's two and a half hours of my life that I want back. I want it back. He directed that movie. Oof. <laughs> he just happened to be He's probably watching just like, that the live heck? stream. We wanted to ask you if you've ever overheard somebody trash talking you or maybe you were the one trash talking oh yeah this text from jared says i pocket dialed a girl i had just saw no. as i was telling my buddy how hot she still was so he must have like voice activated it on your phone if you're hitting a button and you're like J something jill or whatever just say a name or if you still had your phone open and you didn't close it out and you yeah, but he had saw the girl and then talked to his buddy I don't know. Anyway. Maybe it, it, maybe before they met up, there was a phone call. Like, I'm over here. Come find me. So it was like his recent dial. Possibly. Yeah. Who knows? But it is so scary. At least it, he was complimenting. Does anyone else always check their phone before they talk about someone just to make sure they didn't? <laughs> yeah, Even if it's I've someone you that. have never called ever, you just check to be like, am I accidentally somehow yeah, yeah. dialing them? Well, especially with voice activation, like I was saying, I bet it happens more than you'd think. Yeah. Uh, Becky says, I overheard a couple co-workers making racist comments about me. No. I walked by them and said, heard that, enjoy your days off, and then walked into my boss's office, told her what I had heard, and they were both fired. Get out. Badass.
like immediate revenge. I like that. I actually just watched a video recently about if there is an awkward conversation you have with a coworker or even someone who's higher up than you in your company, you need receipts. If no one was around to hear it, what you do is you actually send them an email and say, circling back to what you said earlier and quote them and say, what did you mean by that? Or can I get more clarification? So then you have like a timestamp yeah. and they have to, like, they'll most likely respond defending themselves, which then shows that they did in fact set it. I thought that was kind of an interesting tip. Nicole had a rough one. Yeah. She said she had an awful ex-sister-in-law who was trash talking her outfit one day and she overheard it and she had just given birth. No. She's like, sorry, I didn't get dressed up to bring the new baby over to meet you. Some people that suck. That is horrible. Know who's around before you start trash talking, I guess, is the lesson. Or don't trash talk. That's another good lesson. That is actually probably what we should have said to begin with. Yeah, probably. $1,000. It's Ryder and Lisa's 1K Wordplay. Brought to you by Out of Bounds Restaurant. We are joined by Haley on a Friday morning, ready to win $1,000 with Ryder and Lisa's 1K Wordplay. Haley, are you in the zone? Are you feeling lucky? I am. Okay, good. So how this game works is Haley is going to choose a teammate, either Ryder or myself. Her teammate will leave the room. They won't hear anything. We're going to give Haley five words. She has 25 seconds to tell us the first word that comes to her mind. We'll invite her teammate back in for every word that matches. It's 25 bucks. If you can both hit them all, it's $1,000. Who are you going with today? I'm going to go with Ryder. Okay. I'm excited. I'm, I got man, good I've words. been sitting on these great words all week. <laughs> it's okay. One day. One day. All right, Haley, I will start your 25-second timer right after I say the first word. Good luck. Haley, what comes to your mind when I say humming? Bird. Crack. Ice. Puppy. Dog. Juggle. Ball. Recess. School. Great answers. I'm so excited. Okay, let's get Ryder back in here. You still had seven seconds left on the clock, so great timing, Haley. Let's do this. Hi, Ryder. Now, are you feeling confident on a Friday? Yes. Okay, I like that. What comes to your mind when I say humming? Bird. 25 bucks, Haley. Juggle. Balls. Yep. $50. Recess. School. $75, Haley. Puppy. Dog. $100. Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. One more word. Let's do this. Ryder, what is the first word that comes to your mind when I say... Crack. Mm. <laughs> there are some like slightly inappropriate answers. <laughs> okay, okay, let's go crack. What would Haley say? Try and get on her frequency here, her wavelengths. Comes to mind when I say crack. I'm going to say fingers. Ah, ice. That one was tough. Oh. I feel like... Oh, wrong button. It's okay. 
They're... Well, now you're all upset that we didn't give away $1,000 on a Friday. Haley, you still picked up 100 bucks. Thank you so much for playing. Awesome. Thank you so much. Have a great weekend. I'm curious what all of our listeners said when I said crack, because yeah. that was the one that she paused the longest on. For sure. That's a tough because, one. Because uh, now that I think about it, like crack back, crack fingers, crack pavement. Cocaine, oh, butt. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Crack. Oh, butt. Yeah. Those were the in- slightly inappropriate ones I was thinking. <laughs> Sometimes you have to persuade someone to like you or like make help them realize it. Someone texted us in and said, I feel like I need to hear some other embarrassing stories before I actually admit mine. I said, deal, but we're calling you after we tell ours. And she said, yes, but you have to keep it anonymous. So no problem. But you're bad at this. I know. I anonymous always thing. accidentally say someone's name. Yeah. So I'll stay out of it. Okay. Okay. Do you want to go first or should I go first? What is the most embarrassing thing or ridiculous thing you've done to try to get someone to like you? You go ahead. There was a stretch there that I was pretending that I was into DC comics because they were. I knew nothing about Batman. Nothing. But I pretended. Was this like Google existed at this point, right? Oh, for sure. But I would constantly be Googling things. Yeah. It's so embarrassing. And I think back now and I'm like, that was pathetic. It's so sad. So if you'd be like... Whose uh, character arc did you like the best? Oh, You'd for have sure. to like Google, find somebody else's answer. And I was always so <laughs> nervous to accidentally say something from the Marvel universe because that's the biggest problem is like if you're it's either you're a DC fan or you're a Marvel fan. You can't be both, apparently. Okay. At least the hardcores say that. Is this the story? Weren't you guys thinking about getting tattoos? There was one point where he did mention he's like, we should get tattoos like he was a dare we were like day drinking like superhero yeah tattoos. and i was like yeah and i was like who would i get i don't know what any of them look like <laughs> just on google Ew, like, i'm so embarrassed sweating yeah that is pretty embarrassing so to the anonymous texter mm-hmm. is yours worse than that because that's pretty bad uh feel free to hit us up if you've got a story for us let's go back to year 1994 when i was in grade 12 and decided to send a rose on valentine's day to a boy that had no idea i existed only to run into him a year later at a place where I worked, and we ended up going out for about a year. Kind of weird walking the hallways of uh, the old St. Joseph High School after said Rose incident. <laughs> Was he holding the rose, or did he not know what to do with it? No, I, I never saw him with the actual rose, but, uh, yeah, I did take advantage of making a romantic gesture, and, uh, yeah, he remembered it uh, a year later, and, uh, yeah, it, it did work out in the end, but it was uh, it was pretty wild. A nice icebreaker. <laughs> sure, or, you know, a, a weird gesture by a weird girl. <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate it. We love you. Have a great weekend. Love you. Bye. Are the traveling flower salesmen still a thing at bars? Because I feel like that story is pretty relatable. A lot of people have bought a somewhat stranger Flowers. one flower. Yeah, my go-to is just sending a good-looking guy a chicken wing. What about the, the rest of the pound? Well, those are mine. Well, he just thinks that you like didn't you, finish your wings no, and send one. You send it in a shot glass. Trust me, it works every time. That actually probably would work for me. <laughs> I'm quite hungry right now. This first time text says my nine-year-old son wants to give you his story. Okay. He said he purposely fell down so his crush would help pick him up in kindergarten. Nice. I love that. That's a good move. Especially if you're good at fake falling. Well, and, and if his crush was 
like accommodating and concerned. Yeah. You, you learn a lot about somebody. Well, and maybe it's the first time that you get to like hold their hand as they help you get back up. Maybe there's that moment of connection. Although wiping out in front of somebody is pretty embarrassing. Like I feel like it's got to be a cool fall. It could be an icebreaker if you're bad at falling or like cry, you know, in kindergarten. If I wipe out, I usually would cry. Oh my gosh, I love this text. Maybe that shows your vulnerability, though. Okay, I'm going to keep this one anonymous, too, because I'm getting good at that. A couple of years ago, I worked in a retail store, and this one guy used to come in all the time, and every time he would get to the point of almost asking me out, but then he'd leave. So a girlfriend of mine decided that we were going to make up a fake draw and (laughs) give him a call and say he won. Yeah, that's good. So he would come in. It was pathetic, but it worked. Yeah, I like that one. I like that one a lot. Go to get creative. Did you have to give him something? Like, what was the draw <laughs> yeah, or a date with you? <laughs> like, what's going on? A kiss from yeah. the kissing booth. Yeah, there's a mistletoe in the store. The embarrassing thing you did to try to convince somebody to like you. And the more embarrassing stories that roll in, the more our listeners are willing to open up about their experience mm-hmm. because you're not alone. A lot of us have done some really silly things to impress people. I'm going to keep these texts anonymous. This one here says, I've lied to many men over the years to get them to like me. I started dating this super hot guy. I just moved back in with my parents and I was in between jobs. I told him that I owned a nice house and I invited him over to hang out. But I was actually house sitting for a good friend of mine. I took all of her pictures off the wall. No. I even bought some framed pictures of me and my cat to hang up to make things look legit. That is a true story that just rolled in on our text line. I, I was thinking this the whole time I was watching the movie last night. Just go with it with Adam Sandler where he lies about being married, being married and, yep. and being left to get ladies. The whole time I'm like, what happens when you have to tell the truth in this situation? Like if things worked out, if you're just looking for a one night stand, I suppose that this works. But like, if, what if you impress this guy and then he's like... You got to think he's out of there as soon as you tell him that it's not your house. Not because you don't have a house, but because you lied. I don't know. This That's text, a tough one. This one's a good one. I swear I'm not cuckoo bananas. I was just 19 at the time. My brain wasn't fully developed. I was talking to this guy for a while. We had this inside joke around the word awesome. And he jokingly said one day that if anybody ever got the word awesome tattooed on their chest, he would probably marry them. Cut to two days later. I got the word awesome tattooed across my feet. We're married now. We've been together for 15 All years. Right. 15 oh, years. That's a really good ending. I was not expecting that. I have another twist story on the text line. Yes, this let's one. go. I like these. Yeah. Nearly 10 years ago, I started dating a girl. It was her birthday. I was like, do I get her something? So I settled on an edible arrangement, got it sent to her house, had never done anything like that before. I wanted to pretend like I was romantic. It was suggested by my friend. I wait two days, no mention, no thank you. Finally, I asked, well, did you enjoy them? She's like, I didn't get any edible arrangement. Ended up asking her dad if anything was sent to their house. I guess he didn't like me. So he yeah. said, yeah, we got them. Your mother and I really enjoyed the chocolate strawberries. The card is in the garbage, but the joke's on him. She's my wife now. We still laugh about it. Wow. Lesson learned, don't let your friends pick your gifts. Yeah, or don't uh, <laughs> deal with parents until after things are good. Yeah. My goodness. That's great. Uh, my embarrassing one, it's actually pretty smooth, though, too. It is very smooth, and it worked. I mean, you married her. Yeah. You had a gorgeous girl, baby girl together. 
Yeah, that's right. So, so we're talking about embarrassing, weird lies, things you've done to try to impress someone. So uh, my first date with my ex-wife, I went to the steakhouse beforehand and introduced myself. And I was a radio host at this time, too, in uh, in Lloydminster. Aren't you coming up on like 20 years of being a radio host? Yeah, this is my 20th year, yeah. Wow. And I went and gave them $100 and said, when I come in, will you pretend that you recognize me and like love the show? And, it's and that the, house. the bill's on the house tonight. The craziest part of this story is it was under 100 bucks. Well, that was, yeah, <laughs> that was like 15 or more years a ago, probably. date for under $100? <laughs> yeah, that would have been like 16, 17 years ago. And it was well under 100 Yeah. And I let them keep the rest as tip because I'm so generous. Duh. And then I told her about two weeks later. But wait like, a minute. If they kept the rest as tip, did she witness you not tip? Oh. Oh! No, maybe I... Oh, no. And she was a server at the time. That is cringe. No, I must have I must have you come must up have. with it. There's no way because nobody ever goes... If if you're a server and you go on a first date and, and the date pays and they don't tip, then it's Yeah, it's, it's, over. it's over. So I must have had that plan. But Woo! that's a good one. Yeah, that's scary. It's a good question. I wonder how I did handle that. Do you think I was dumb enough to pretend yes. I didn't tip? No, I don't think so. I'm smarter than that. Yeah, you worked at Kelsey's. You were a bartender. That's right. You made Shirley Temple's for a living. I... You knew what you're doing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, more of your stories coming up, and we're doing a throwback throwdown. Nope. Yes, throwback throwdown coming up in a few minutes. Sorry, my mind just went to mashed potatoes. I'm still thinking about if I did that tip thing. <laughs> Our texter, who is anonymous, who promised to tell us her very embarrassing story about how she tried to get somebody to notice her. And she said she'd tell it if there were enough embarrassing stories. There have been some really cringy ones, so I yeah. feel like it's time. Let's head to this embarrassed texter. No, I'm not doing it. You have to. We you won't said say your name. you said you'd tell no. us if other people were telling their embarrassing stories. And yours is actually I really good. It. I texted it. I know, but we want you to tell it. Yeah. We'll mask your voice if you want us to. I can make you sound like a chipmunk or a robot. Okay, okay, fine. Okay, okay what do you what would you prefer? Maybe a chipmunk? <laughs> sure. Can you give me a test test? Test test. All right, and how's that sound? Good. Okay, what what embarrassing thing did you do to convince somebody to like you or to try to get them to? Okay. So I went to buy some supplies, some supplies for work one day, and I saw this really attractive guy in the parking lot. And I obviously had no idea who he was. He was just super random. But um, I saw the company truck that he got into. So I looked at the company, sent an email to the general email, and was like, you know, I saw you in the parking lot today, blah, blah, blah. I'm, I'm curious about this guy who I saw in the parking lot today. So I'm getting to the company truck. And you know, saying kind of like, I'm into him. Um, and then I never heard back, presumed that they got a pretty solid laugh out of my email. What did you uh, sign it as? Oh, yeah, I signed it as the girl in the red blazer. I feel like people would know who that is because red blazers stand out in a parking lot. Yeah, I would, I would maybe think I might have been seen, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Anyway, but my, yeah, my whole email has my full name, and so I, I don't know. Maybe they searched me on Facebook and were like, yeah, no. <laughs> or maybe, maybe, know. let's think optimistically here. He was already in a relationship. That's it. That's yeah. the answer. 
that had to be it. But yeah, and I'm I'm dying telling you guys this. No, it was just some chipmunk. Yeah. Just a chipmunk. The Ryder and Lisa Podcast. Brought to you by Yegg Property Pros. Powered by Real Broker. Get a realtor who knows. Call the pros. Play 107.